Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right. Huh. Fair enough. Gobbled up by JT Comper down the middle. Comper holds, shoots, it's blocked. Nachushkin with it for Kofsky. He scores! Andre with a giant goal! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! Colorado wins game one in overtime! That's how you do that. How about our boy? That's how you pull that one off. Game one overtime. You Buckle gotta, up, you huh? Gotta, you got to dig in, right? Buckle up. Patch needs a little H2O. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not a bad lid lifter for the cup final last night. A little think... back and forth. Looked like it was going to be a track meet runaway, and Tampa said, "No, nah, just hang on. We're still, yeah. uh, we're still us, you know." Little OT. Very little amount of OT. Now that you mention it, <laughs> was just settling in. I was wondering because obviously that's the uh, the radio call, right? For the, uh, the yeah, guys. it's Connor McGahey yeah, from yeah. Uh, what uh, Altitude Sports, the radio. I was wondering. I wonder what he went with. Burakovsky, Burke, because who's, who's the moose? Is it the moose? The no, moose no, is Ranton. No, Captain the is Captain, Landis my Captain and Nate, a great Nate, Date, Bait. Uh, the Mac Attack is Back Jack. Date, Bait, right? What? No, um, don't do that. Uh, all Hail Kale. All Hail Kale. Should take a look here. Who else would be on? It's a work of art. Uh, the Kadri man couldn't because he was out of the right, lineup. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Nachuchu train. The Nachuchu train. Yeah. JT Comfort. What was the one? Call one eight hundred. Yeah, call one eight hundred goals now or whatever it was. I I was like, yeah. Oh, you know what? I bet you. I bet you it's an Andre the Giant. Andre with a giant goal. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) He's so good. (laughs) I thought it was too much, but it all makes sense now. This is right now. It might be too much on October the third, in a preseason game, a week ahead of the regular season. It's perfect right now. It's better than perfect. Done a complete one eighty. I used to think, yeah, this guy is too much. Have some fun. And you know what? Listen to him. He's calling the game well. And when it's a goal, he gets into it. Gobbled up by JT Comper. Down the middle, Comper holds, shoots, it's blocked. Nachushkin with it, Burakovsky. He scores! Andre with a giant goal! I do like the, huh, huh, <laughs> <some> Mosier. <laughs> <Scores! laughs> it's great when you isolate it because... It's just a grown man screaming at the top of his lungs. You don't see that often. About sports that we played as children, yes. Or just in in general, if you go to work today, mm-hmm. will you encounter a grown man screaming at the top of his lungs? Yeah, I don't know what kind of occupation someone's just absolutely screaming. Like, I don't know if a zookeeper's doing that. You probably disturb the animals. Yeah. If you're just like changing people's tires in a garage, you're right. probably not yelling. I'm going to go grab uh, some copies off the copier. Ah! You're a surgeon. You're just like, oh, uh, yeah. nurse, could you pass me? Ah! Ah! 
<laughs> oh, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. Now, idiots uh, like us. Yeah. That might be the only place to find it. The boss needs to see you. Oh, okay. Hey, how's it going? What did they walk in on here? But uh, if you're going to scream at the top of your lungs, it may as well be a OT winner for in the, the home Stanley side. Cup final. Yeah. Good game. Good game. I did not get to soak in much of this game. It has been a complete track meet to get to this point today. Yeah, we'll discuss. We will. But I was very ready to and watch the, uh-oh, Pat Maroon, what are you doing? And definitely don't get scored on here. And then, oh, they're going to start extra time with a, oh, I was ready to settle in. This mm-hmm. is going to be perfect. Yeah. I finally had everything done. Couple of quick little uncharacteristic panic plays. Mm-hmm. Hedman just kind of pumps it up. What Stamp happened to that? So I haven't seen an angle where I could see. Does it hit a skate blade? I thought it hit the official at fir- when it was I did live. Too. It hit but the I back. don't think it is. Back of the heel? It hit Stamco's skate. There you go. Because the way it pops up, you're like, no, 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 no. And I thought it was an official. And maybe it's just the way we watch the sport. But I was like, do not go in because then we have to talk about officiating forever. It's overtime yeah. in the Stanley Cup final. And you can see that I believe first touch is the defense on the left. They move it over to Sergachev on the right, and it's still not quite square. And it's like, okay, move this thing out. Get it out. Like, this is everything's gone away from playing. Just get it out. But he puts it right on the, it ends up on the tape of a Colorado player, and now it's an odd man rush. They zip it around, and Yachuskin, who is a free agent this summer and looks like a mega stud, all ends of the rink, puts it right on the tape for Burkowski to a spot where 99% of NHLers finish that. Yeah, we're, it it happens fast because it was Hedman on the left side. He pumps it up the boards, and Stamkos isn't ready because he's he's facing north. He's not even looking for the pass. It hits his skate, comes back in. Sergachev grabs it, just kind of whacks it to get it out. It hits Comfer in the in the belly, and he gets it to Nachushkin, and uh, or the rebound off of his shot goes to Nachushkin. Yeah, a great there's a pass. few bounces there. So the first one's the off the heel of Stamkos to not get out of the zone. It's going your way. You're and then your clearance attempt right into the bread basket, as you say. And then a shot's blocked by Hedman and goes right to the tape of Chushkin. And buries it, which causes some people to... Bars! Yeah. It was a giant goal. Andre with a giant goal! You say so. Mm-hmm. Stars of the game, Burakovsky, Landeskog, Rantanen. Nachushkin doesn't factor in Despite a uh, an impressive night, 1904. I was going to say, what are you talking about? You're reading the, the stars in-house. That's why. Okay. Because he, um, he was the best player uh, by many people's accounts. I'm not going to tell you. I saw the whole thing. He made it two to nothing. Assists on the game winner. 19 minutes of ice. 241 on the penalty kill. Six shots. Eight attempts. <sighs> this is the player the Dallas Stars thought they were getting in round one. And you know what? Year one kind of looked like they did have it. Yeah. But then next thing you know, it's back to Russia for a bit, and then he comes back and has a goal-less campaign. That's right. And essentially, what, free at low money? Eh, anyone want to roll the dice on this kid? Like, it's not like they had to pay him. It was kind of like a last call for the NHL type deal. That was still, and because I'm looking here this morning, uh, 2013, I guess that was still kind of, is this guy coming? You can make big money in the KHL. Because even I remember we were at that draft. Mm-hmm. Even to see him available at 10 
Yeah, the skill was Which better than that, that, apparently. If, if, if somebody wants to roll the dice here, you're getting a top five, top six skill level type of a guy. Now, this was a- the Monaghan draft, right? So we'll remember it well because of that. So it's McKinnon at the top, Barkov two, Druan three, Seth Jones all the way to four, even though people thought he would be a guy yeah. that could go one in that draft class. What? Uh, Lindholm. Two, two of those three guys, were two of those four guys were at uh, Memorial Cup. So it was the big year talking about the top of the draft. Lindholm to Carolina, then Monaghan and Nurse to Edmonton. Ristolainen and Horvat, and then they're at 10. Big Russian talented kid that could skate. So not terrible. I mean, it's... Not a huge slide. It's not Kucherov in the second round, right? Yeah. And a lot of those guys that uh, you mentioned, you're going to take those guys. You probably Maybe over uh, Ristolainen, maybe. Duran. But it, how did he get to this point? It's Because here's the thing. like The same draft class, where's Sean Monaghan's stock versus three years ago? Now do Val Nichushkin. Like it's just wild. This is not a this is very, very unscientific. Like looking at 17-year-olds poking and prodding them and watching them play hockey, what are they going to be when they're 27? So he goes tough, th- tough racket. I'm like wrong guy. Jesus. Wake up. Wake up, son. There we go. That looks a little bit better. Yeah, comes in. The uh is a is a very good player for Dallas early on. It looks like what a what a steal here. 14 goals, 34 points, 79 games, 6'4", 210. 14 is a rookie. Hello. Pretty good. The following year, eight games, no goals. So clearly something happened there. Eight yeah. games, yeah. And then uh, in the 15-16 season, nine goals in 79 games. Leaves, goes to Russia. Okay, you're now mat- you know, mature a little bit. Come on back. Joins the Dallas Stars once again. Zero. That was his 23-year-old season. So no, this is really like Monahan's putting up 30, right? No like goals in 57 games. Like zero. Zero. And that was when it's like, okay, who wants him? Yeah. Like, we aren't going to keep you. Despite all the tools. I remember working on a show here, and one of the people working here panned mm. the crap out of that. And I'm like, really? At low money? What's the downside? <laughs> like, how does this blow up? This isn't like sixteen million over four years for Troy Brower. Like, come on now. So yeah, he's done with with 14. the Dallas Stars. He is a restricted free agent, and he would qual- was it wasn't qualified. Is that how that worked? It's gotta be. How else? Because um, then he signs for eight hundred and fifty grand <laughs> with the Colorado Avalanche like, on a one year, basically league minimum show me deal. And in 1920 with the Avs, he puts up 13 goals, 27 points. All right, that's probably, you're an NHLer. You're a guy that can you're fit back. in here. There you are, you're back. You're killing penalties for us. Two-year extension, 2.5 million per. And now, three wins away from being a Stanley Cup champion. Well, it takes time. Not to say Dallas made the wrong move, but it's hard sometimes. Well, I mean, it is the wrong move at this point, but at that juncture, a lot of people felt that way. If if there were 30 teams in the NHL that thought this guy would be, you know, 52 points in 62 games and a dominant force in the postseason, he wouldn't have got 850 grand. He would have got five and a half million. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, the consensus was it wasn't going to happen or he wouldn't have had a deal like that, right? So it's kind of like everyone critiquing the Flames on losing Marty San Louis. And it's like, yeah, that sucked. He cleared waivers. You know what that means? Everyone said no. There's a lot going right for the uh, for the Avs. A lot going their way. JT- well, don't get too cozy with some of these characters. I'll tell you that. Because there are major, major cash calls coming in Colorado with 
McKinnon's extension one more season away. Like Nichushkin, they love him. What a no way they can afford to keep him. JT Comfer has five playoff goals in fifteen games. He was great in that series against Calgary in nineteen two, and I remember that. Like, oh man, like that's a depth guy that can fly and run into people. How good is that? Nichushkin, Landeskog, Burakovsky, Makar, McKinnon, Rantanen, everybody's going. And even last night, you didn't get blown up by McKinnon, and it was the depth. Nope. Yeah. The depth came through. You get goals from Nachushkin, as we mentioned. Lekkonen gets a goal. Burakovsky gets your game winner. And you were able to hold off Tampa Bay after you had a 3-1 lead in the first period. And I don't know. Both goaltenders drawing criticism a little bit last night. The first goal on Vasilevsky leaks through him. He had one late in the third, too, where it, same thing. He couldn't find it in his gear. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. I don't know. The post and in goals, I never know how to feel about that. It's probably a good shot. It's a near perfect shot. So, and on the other side, Kemper didn't cost his team. Almost, though. Right? Sergachev off the post and in. That play by Kucherov to Palat. My goodness. Is all world. And you know what? We don't see it often, but Makar got crossed up there. They do the weave. And then Kucherov, if you get mesmerized, join the club. But then Palat is able to just skate right by Makar and well, go and back. Taves gets locked too. That's probably the best pair in the yeah. NHL. Like in terms of two guys that played together, I don't know that there's much better than that. A pretty good game. That's a all world play, as you said. Like that, that is ridiculous. I keep rewatching and thinking, how, what is he doing here? Why does this like? It was almost like watching that Ekblad goal, which looked a lot different, but just somehow, some way. He throws some a defender off balance. Like all of a sudden they're swimming. You know what I mean? He it's there, just like a little bit of like drop a shoulder, move an arm, and like, whoa, yeah. it sends someone off balance. We talked to Randorf a couple of times already this postseason and asked him about Kutra because he is all world. He's one of the best players on the planet. But yet it's like, well, he still he'll kind of disappear and he kind of he'll frustrate you sometimes. So I haven't seen a lot of the him frustrating anybody. The only people he's frustrating is uh, the other team. But the skill level to have that kind of skill, I wonder if it's just natural. Sometimes you, I don't you just kind of settle in. Like I feel like these some of these guys are the hardest working guys ever. And we just say, oh, it's just God given. It's like, well, I'm sure there's some good genes, but like, don't tell me Connor McDavid hasn't been in a laboratory working his tail off since he was eight. Like he has. So I I I guess my my point was when you watch him do what he does. How frustrated are you getting with him? Right? Like, I would deal with that. I would deal with Kucherov frustration cap, levels. Right? It's like, God, okay. But when you're on, you're on. Uh, Cooper, John, the Prince George, BC native. PG. Yeah. Uh, it's their third game one loss of the playoffs. The only one, obviously, against the Florida Panthers in that sweep. 5 nothing loss to Toronto. The Rangers 6-2. And then last night, mm-hmm. an overtime 4-3. Uh, talks about his game one performances. Anytime you lose game one, you're not feeling great about it. We dipped our toes in the water here at the beginning of the game and obviously dug ourselves a hole. But there were stretches that game I liked what we were doing and there were stretches I didn't. And I could say that about game one in Toronto and game one against the Rangers. Yeah. Because there was. There were... The first was... The first was almost the opposite of what we thought we were going to see. Rest versus rust, that whole, that whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. Thought maybe Tampa Bay was going to come in and the Avs would be puckered a little bit, home yep. crowd, all of that. It was not the uh, it was not the case. But then they dug in in the second, and uh, we we remember Jay Woodcroft. He would do the yeah. This is we scored. What he scored enough goals. You got to, deal yet? Scored enough goals to win that whole thing. Yeah, we scored six on the number one goalie in their building. Yeah, here's maybe John Cooper going to to the uh, Woody going to the Woody School shed? of uh, Media Conferences. The right team won the game. Oh. You know, give them credit for pulling it out. We've got better in us, though. I don't think by a country mile did we give them our best game, and we still had a chance to uh, to pull it out. Power play looked still a lot had a for chance. Them, eh? Still had a chance. Uh, that wasn't very Woody-ish. There was no targeted direct hits on opponents, players. But he's not wrong. No, of course not. And look, like they won 11 series in a row, and they've got four or five guys that are going to go to the Hall of Fame. They can be better than that. Their power play was brutal. And that overtime winner, I know it's not a power play goal, but it's at the tail end because the, the penalty to Maroon leaks into the, to the overtime frame. So they got a few seconds to kill off, and maybe you're, you're regrouping. And I think probably like everybody, once you kill off that penalty, if you're Tampa Bay, you're settling in for what could be a long overtime. But instead, it's off a skate, turnover. Uh, it just They weren't quite settled, to your point. Like, you kill it, and it's like, okay, let's just get out of the zone, get a change we need, and we'll be okay. And they just couldn't get to that point. And the puck's rolling on them, and it's kind of disappointing. I was ready to watch, you know, a good full period of this. Yeah, I know. But, again, I'd missed most. (laughs) So what's been happening with – what's going on? (sighs) So much. Your your life is a – we need to put, like, a a big top – no, no, over, I think over a, your life. I think it's a GoPro, is what you want for the next. Because it's an four days. absolute circus <laughs> all the time. Yeah, so we got back on Sunday from the family vacation, and then following immediately following the show, I'll be jumping into a vehicle to transport me to the airport to go to Montreal for F one for my brother's stag for five days. Five. Well, I mean, we're leaving early Monday, so. Really, four days. Again, probably still too, too many. So it's your brother's stag. That's correct. And I was talking to you weeks ago, and you were very busy planning. Well, first there was the speech. I was emceeing his wedding. The wedding. And then there was, I've got to plan the stag. This wedding has taken a lot out of you. I haven't been planning the stag, but I've certainly been participating in the cash calls for the stag. Of all the weekends to go to Montreal, yeah, you're going race weekend. Yeah, which uh, isn't boring, I'm told. It's really too bad that your hotel lost your uh, reservations. Well, don't worry. They re-upped all the reservations. Oh, did they? They found them? Double the rate. Uh, kind of them, isn't it? That's quite a... Uh, oh, he doesn't work anymore. Yeah, uh, Jean-Claude, is he's gone. So how Sorry. did this... So you booked hotel rooms. There's 21 idiots that are going to this thing, right? We're, do the Pinders do anything just in small groups ever? Because how many guys went to yours? Um, we had 13 guys in Tokyo. <laughs> to Tokyo with 13. <laughs> it now was you're cheaper going, than flying to Toronto. Now you're going to Montreal with, again, 21. The, 21. Okay, carry on. And will there be 21 idiots from Alberta in Quebec wearing NASCAR jackets just to rub people the wrong way even more coming from Alberta? <sighs> it's really quite a heel. Move. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
Because you've worn, you've got your Budweiser. Who is this? Is, is this, that uh, just Dale Earnhardt? Is that who that is? Who Patty? is that? Is you've that Ri- Richard I don't know, it, Petty? It looked like a, a newer Budweiser. Might have been no, Kevin it's Kevin Harvick. Harvick. Yeah, Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Harvick. There you yeah. go. Yeah. I almost know his name. That's how much I'm into NASCAR. <laughs> and you are fully aware that this is not a NASCAR event, and that NASCAR is like you know the eating with your hands in a cave version of yeah. racing when, when you next to F1's slicing up your first of seven courses with silverware, yes. right? Like it's redneck racing in the hoity toity. We're from Monaco. Check out my yacht racing league. <laughs> this is hillbilly go-karting. Yes. And you guys are left wearing, turns only wearing these jackets to Montreal. A huge pack of us. How did you find 24? three nascar jackets these morons have been to like talladega and other places yeah your brother's in bristol maybe where's bristol tennessee yeah i think they went to bristol and connecticut is it okay Bristol, connecticut (laughs) (laughs) the race in tennessee yeah i know the so anyway they've done two stags prior and these guys just love it so much some of the three four jackets so we literally have just 21 when everyone spreads them all out for all 21 of us, there'll be handoffs at the airport. One guy's driving in from Montana. It's unbelievable. This is something. So I was scrambling all day with that, getting packed. Now, coaching kids soccer. But I noticed you managed to uh, you managed to fit in some midday beers. I I tried to have a single beer. But I ran into my old pal, Tim the Booze Guy, who's now Tim the Weed Guy. Right. Again, get the tent, put it over your life, because it's a circus. So I'm, I, 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 was, I was spotted by uh, Timmy the Narcotics Guy uh-huh. and tried to escape after one. And sure enough, I look over his shoulder, and with just the slightest of nods of his head, the bartender turns around, reaches for the Jameson, and starts pouring shots. I, feel I bad. tried to be one and done. I feel bad these things happen to you. Because they do laundry, seem. I had to buy shoes. They seem to happen to you on a coach regular soccer. occasion. Yeah. Yeah. How did, how did that go, Jameson Shots guy? Well, I did sneak out after that. But there was no nap. And then there was uh, the Jays when I finally got oh, the yeah, home. They're yeah, in the 10th yeah. inning. Got to watch do? that. Yeah. Jump back to the hockey game. Got to bed just before one. So there we go. And then, you, so you're getting on a plane, and you're already bracing yourself. Life. Well, you, but it's going to be booze on the plane. I just, if I'm a middle or an aisle, I'm screwed. If I can just hide on a window seat, I'll be okay. I haven't even tried to check in. It's like a block of losers. It's like three rows, huge plane. We have like H's and G's. That's how big the plane is. Love it. If I could just hide in one of the corners, please. Yeah. And the intentional drawing of attention to yourself. In an incorrect fashion. That's right, yeah. Knowing exactly what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think people are going to be telling you it's not a NASCAR race? Do you think that's how that's going to go? They might start swinging before they tell us anything. Yeah. (laughs) Plus, you you don't speak Frances. Not well. So that's so that's a good start. I can do grocery store French. Yeah. I can tell you Pomplemousse and uh, yeah, that's gonna go for like really yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you come into Ouvre La Fenetra wearing your <laughs> Kevin Harvick jacket at an F one race, <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic <laughs> entertainment. Yeah. Very good. 
So you're gone tomorrow and Monday. Pray for me. And you'll be real good on Tuesday, I know, having... I mean, if I'm alive, I'll definitely be on the show on Tuesday. It'll sound like I smoked two packs of darts and didn't sleep all weekend. I'll be missing a liver. Be checking the liver's Twitter account over the course of the weekend to see how you're doing. <laughs> we'll have to update this. Did you guys know that uh, Pinder's liver has yeah. his own Twitter account? Oh, no. Well, this, so you, you get to a, a, a spot in your career in this industry where maybe people know enough about you where there's a parody of sorts. So I'm sure there's like a Boomer's Cavs account at some point. There's a fake Pat Steinberg out there. Yes, yeah. Like there's a lot of things like that that happen. I think there was a Derek Wells one that he wasn't happy about for a while there. Mm. Uh, but rather than anything sort of mocking me, it's just someone created a liver of mine that basically just reacts to what's happening in my life with groans and begs for mercy. It's been quiet. It has been admittedly. quiet. At Pinder's liver hasn't uh, tweeted since May 22nd. I, uh, I see that also ago. that the liver is also doing making some retweets and this and that. So it's, I, I um, don't know who's doing the liver, but they pinned themselves at a brewery in Edmonton. So mm. I have some ideas. <laughs> there you go. On the show today, look at this. We got Sam Cosentino, our boy, coming in just after seven. The Memorial Sammy. Cup is set. I was thinking about it when I saw the rundown. It's Sammy season. You got the draft coming up. Mm-hmm. Memorial Cup starts Monday. And he's been getting a, a bit of desk work over the course of the season on NHL stuff, and a great time to pick his brain on what's going to be an incredibly busy offseason in the NHL. The Hamilton Bulldogs win Game 7 against the Spits of Windsor last night. So they are through, as are the Edmonton Oil Kings, the St. John Sea Dogs, the Hosts, and the Schwinnigan Cataracts. The uh, tourney concludes Shall June 29th, 2021 event was canceled due to COVID. 2023, next year will be held in Kamloops. So that's getting going, but it is. Yeah, it's. Kamloops will be good, hey? It's causing. You think they'll time. send us there? Oh, yeah. Some good golf out there. In the loop? Oh, yeah. Amazing stuff. Hmm. Links on those bluffs. Sure. Okay. Rather dry there. Believe the northern tip of a desert, dude. Ben Wagner. Betty Wags, good day voice. to talk to him. He, If he's got any voice left after last night, goodness. Well, I know that um, I can play this for you. Remember, earlier in the week I was saying, I don't have told you this before, because of the setup that we have here, actually it was Matt Rose, because he goes, when Matty Rose comes in mm-hmm. and wants to get his audio for his version of the Pinder Report or whatever, he goes upstairs. Yeah, okay, he, that's right. He would always go to another studio and... He'd go oh, to an, a separate studio. Yeah. Because in here, if you want to record audio, I don't, I'm sure there's a way to do it. Like it's probably just the pressing of one button. But of course, Jeff, Jeff wouldn't uh, be able to instruct us or point us in the right direction. So, for example, if I'm in here recording clips or play by or whatever, and then Vanderplug mm. starts doing the same in the next room or Dumas, it's all going into the same bucket. There's just one audio bucket. That sucks. And this is what it ends up sounding like. How it's moved since we talked about this at the All-Star game. And now they're in. 2-1. Swinging a long fly ball. Deep left center. Yeah, so when I'm, when I'm recording Gary Bettman. The San Jose Sharks played in the Cal Palace <laughs> while they were building the new arena in San Jose. And even the NFL 
when they were doing the relocation recently Three, to Los Angeles. Swing a drive out to deep left field. He is locked in now. That ball is gone. So what do you think about Bettman, what Bettman had to say there? Did you? I thought he'd show a little more reaction to that home run, to be honest. Yeah, I did too. Like, that's, that's not a small shot It was a there. bomb, yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah. I, I, I couldn't quite pick up who it was, but that's either into the flight deck or that's Vladdy launching. And on the flip side, we'll have to ask Ben what he thinks about the uh, the, the Cow Palace, the small rink in yeah. Arizona, and I don't how know it if, compares. I don't know if Ben's up to speed on the Cow Palace. We got some guys in town that are. He was right there when even the NFL when they were doing right. the relocation yeah. recently Three, to two. Los Angeles. <laughs> Three two. Three two. And then uh, so Benny Wagner, our three-year fan, Gaffar of Sportsnet. Earth. Earth. I've been, I've uh, touched base with our boy Dan Murphy because he knows Earth well. We're gonna get some dirt on Earth for the interview. Earth and Murph. Earth and Murph. Good duo. Maybe we can come on together. I think Murph's probably. Fine. So is Earth? I think Earth's filling in for Murph probably. Is Murph's he... probably a little fatigued. He's been doing a lot of yeah, uh, yeah. work on the road. So is Earth mile high? Yeah. Is he on the? That's what. Uh, that, he's on that's the. That's we're getting him right, Duma. Earth's on the ground in Denver. Very nice. So with that thin air. Thin and air, all the but weed. thick hair. And all the weed you can handle. <laughs> and the Papa John. Yeah. Ooh. And Zoomies. Yeah. So that's coming up. What a show. In case you can't see. Mm-hmm. Zoomies. And then some uh, game day uh, baseball uh, one o'clock start. There it is. Matinee. Yep. Kevin Gosman against his old club, the Trashbirds. Trashbirds almost found a way again yesterday. They looked like they were cooked, and then it was like, oh, yeah, this Mount Castle guy, all he does is hit home runs. Every other at-bat against the Jays, apparently. Clunk, clank, but uh, Vladdy comes through. You'll hear about that and more with the Pinder Report. It's coming up when we come back. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. And the show is brought to you by Sundry Golf Club. Each hole tailor-made, unique characteristics. Going to challenge anybody. I Go ahead. I'll challenge you out there. Let's go. Go ahead. Who are you? Hands up. Oh, yeah. Good challenge. Go ahead. Go ahead. Book your tee time. Find all the info you need at sundrygolf.com. They've got these stay and play packages starting at $189 per person based on double occupancy. There you go. I think we're done with the rain for a little bit. You all, everything's all lush, ready to go. It's going to be ready. Let's rip. Going to be ready for you. Avalanche and Lightning kick off the cup final last night at the Ball Arena. A little overtime. Sam Cosentino coming up. The Memorial Cup, the NHL draft, all within, uh, you can just see it. Just over the hill over there. There it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, there it is. It's that close. That close. I'm very happy to see Sammy kind of being used more by Rogers. He's in. He's very intelligent when it comes to these things. He has a lot of experience when it comes to junior hockey and prospects and all of that. And to see him now being used, it makes sense. Makes sense to me. Uh, time for the Pinder Report. It is brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They're going to meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Oh, would you listen to that? Hey. So, um, play a little game, word association. All right. I say one thing, first thing that comes to your mind, go to the other. Um, Johnny? Boobs. No, it's not. Uh, so we don't have a contract for. Oh, I. 
No, there's no... No. Although there's an elaborate text... Stop the hammering! <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. So, so no, no, I won't hammer on John anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew Kachuk... The, the, Stop the hammering! Uh, Andrew Magip... Stop the hammering! I see. Okay, fine. Sorry, you said there was an no, elaborate was text a, coming? There was a text. Uh, somebody went through and said, I just went through every 21-22 regular season games that the Flames played that he oh, had yeah. points in, mm-hmm. subtracted the score based on the goals and assists that Johnny got... Mm-hmm. Uh, Rounded up and uh, to the power of four. They would be then... minus 32 points from their uh, total. And they don't make the playoffs. Seems like it's uh, the, the top priority. Well, and I would say that if it's like they'd be playing shorthanded, so no one would be contributing points. You'd probably still put somebody on the ice in Johnny's mm. place that may have gotten a point or two, but I get the point. That it would be a very different Flames team without that guy. Yeah. Like, could you get Palat and Chushkin with his money? Probably not because they'll sign somewhere else or, you know, you're yeah. going to get one and you overpay. You get Johnny. Go get him. Anyway, we'll move along. Last night, game one of the Stanley Cup final from Denver. Yeah, Delicious. Dean. What is a Denver? And how is it different than a Monte Cristo? Denver is just a, like a scrambled egg sandwich. Yeah. With a little bit of green onion in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Toast. And Monte Cristo is just the... It's and some the, ham in there. The bread has been soaked in egg. Yeah, that's that's it's an egg wash, but yeah, it's okay. more of a is it like a corned beef or a? Uh, yeah, hmm. it's, it's completely different. C- come on, Ryan, be better. Dumas, can we get to? No, we're on the Denver. Let's let's here. book a guest and let's figure out the Denver. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, but first, pressing issues. Game one last night. Great first period for the home side. Branton in the circle. Let's it go. Shot on. Score! It's snuck through Vasilevsky, and I think it's Landeskog who's standing on the doorstep, and he taps it in! Oh! Pressure live, McKinnon. Now centrally for Nachushkin, lets it go! He scores! It's the 2-2 train! Valeri <laughs> Nachushkin pulling into the station with his sixth goal of the Stanley Cup playoff. Two goals, two minutes, less than two minutes apart, and it was 2-0 for the home team in game one before the midpoint of period one. That's, that's how you get a building cooking, Dean. That's how you turn up the heat for your Denver. Huh? You can also have it just as an omelet without the bread. And then sometimes they serve you omelet with bread on the side. Could you just... And like the toast? You can do whatever you want, I guess. Probably can make one right there. Yep. Oh, sorry. We don't make Denver's. Wrong. Yeah, you do. You got Here's eggs? a in Denver. Look at this. Uh, just when you think this could be a runaway, and you know, maybe the odds makers were right that the abs are just way better. Uh, hang on. Paul Nick and Nick Paul teaming up. For the app. Dropped out to center ice. Now O'Connor trying to ski onto it. There's Braden Point. It's rolled in. The Spurs Nick Paul again scores. Paul has got the lightning on the board. Nice little find out of Ottawa. Oh, the Sens. Cute. Nick Paul's been great for the Bolts. That makes it two to one. Calgarian Braden Point has returned to the lineup after getting hurt against Toronto. Game one of the Stanley Cup finally upset that up, as does Victor Hedman. It's two to one. But before we can get to recess, it's a power play for the Avalanche. McKinnon swats it for Landeskog below the goal line. Ranton and shoots. He scores! Tipped in front by Arturi Lekkinen. It's a work of art. It's a five-on-three goal, and the Avalanche do indeed restore their two-goal lead with 2.29 to go in the first a work of art 
for Arturi. Yeah, see, I was. I, That's very a little yeah, more subtle. Yeah. They don't all have to be on the nose. Mac Attack is back, Jack. Arturi Lexman. Mm-hmm. No, there's that. Yeah, I mean, it depends how you pronounce it. Three one after twenty, and again the thoughts creep in: Is this going to be a landslide? We do need a good Stanley Cup final here, please. And Tampa, well, they're the cockroach you can't kill. They weren't going away. Crisscrossing with Kucherov. What a move in front. Scores. It's a beauty. Set up by Kucherov. Eagle gets it back. At the line. Scores. Game is tied. Mikhail Sergachev. How do you like two goals in 48 seconds to tie the game? Is that, that good for you? That'll, that'll work in the plot? Just dandy. Whew. And what a move from Kucherov. Houdini. He is with, a, with a magic wand, a top hat, and a rabbit. I don't know that you can uh, do things like that. Holy. So gifted. So shifty. Not big. Not overly fast. That's It's one of those things. Crafty. Like, like you'd hear people talk about Gretzky. Is he a best skater? No. Nope. Hardest shot? No. Nope. Physical? No. Uh, best player on the ice all the time? Yes. Yes. It's quite yep. a brain yep. inside yep. that Kucherov head. Skating, no. Physicality, no. Heavy shot, no. Vision? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. That tied it at three. The Lightning would survive a Pat Maroon penalty lady. Flips it over the glass. It's the John Cooper, I know you trust everyone, but that's a little late for a Pat Maroon flip over the glass. Like If we're critiquing. Now that said, Maroon's had some big goals for them. That fourth line has not been a liability. Um, but off to the box he went, holding his face, looking to the heavens. Mm-hmm. They killed off the first portion of it. The remainder trickled into OT. 36 seconds. They survived that with some block shots and some clearances, but just as they get back to even strength... Up by GT Copper down the middle. Copper holds, shoots, it's blocked. Nachushkin with it. Burakovsky, he scores! Andre with a giant goal! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over. Colorado wins game one in overtime. 4 3 your final. Big night for Nachushkin. He ends up with uh, what? Two. Two helpers and a goal? No, oh, they took one away. Okay, one and one. Very good. Landeskog, big night as well. Point returns and gets a point. Vasilevsky, very busy. Allows four on 38. The only shot in overtime, the one that ends the game. And at the other end, it was uh, Darcy Kemper, who indeed get did get the start after Franco's wrapped things up against the Oilers. He allowed three on 23. Thoughts on game one, Dino? Takeaways. What do we know? Impressed on both sides. Great start for Colorado. I said it earlier. I thought there's going to be some rust there. They embraced it. Three to one. That was the first time Vasilevsky has allowed three in the first period in his playoff his in his playoff career. Yeah. Credit to Tampa Bay. They Whoa. flipped the script in the second. Get it to overtime. Had a chance to win despite not playing a perfect game by any means. But I like the way this series is shaping up. And if you've just been watching the playoffs, you're like, man, these Avalanche are good. You're right. They're 13 and 2. That's right. Whoa. 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 Ooh. 13 and 2. Bolt's not fretting. They've won two series already this postseason, but they lost game one. Of course, the only one they didn't, you noted, they swept Florida. Tough to lose game one when you sweep a series, we've noted. Yeah. 
Whoa. The Lightning in this postseason, game one, they are one and three with a goals against average of 3.99 and a save percentage of 884. That's not, yeah, that's not the best from Vasilevsky, is it? Games two through seven, they're 11 and three. Whew. A 1.90 goals against and a 939 save percentage. So if you can get through game one without losing the series, Tampa's in pretty good shape the rest of the way. And I suggest they will be very good in game two. There you go. Uh, Game two will go Saturday. A little extra rest. We'll see if that allows the the candy man to return, Nazem Kadri. It is a 6 o'clock start on the weekend. Now, hang on. Before we move. We love foreign calls. We like other languages. We like hockey as well. We have a foreign language call the overtime goal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Should do you want to go to the national Brazilian hockey broadcast? So bad. And do you know what yeah. language they speak? Portuguese. That's right. See? The other one's actually where you wax the no, We'll move along. Yeah, yeah. E tudo começou quando um jogador do Tampa Bay Lightning acertou o outro no meio do gelo, cara. Yep, that's what that is. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take that broadcast on Saturday, Patty. Are we, we going to yeah, stick with the, the Brazilian call? No, I, people were uh, at me in the old social media yeah, saying me too, yeah. this call tonight is sensational. We got to take this Tampa call all the time. That is not the Tampa call. The Tampa call is Phil Esposito and a guy screaming like he's having a limb chopped off. This was a team that's put together for the Stanley Cup final to go to all the markets that want to use it in North America. That was a good call. That one we just listened to there. That's well, that was the Brazilian. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you're telling me that... <sighs> we didn't put people through the... Phil Esposito is Spanish. The We did not put people through the Michigan Esposito grinder last night Michigan on the Michigan That's what I'm speaks saying. Swahili. Don't Close. give me this sh- I mean, there's two of them on the I'm very sassified with that. (laughs) Two of them! (laughs) Okay, we'll move along. Baseball, Dino! You know, who the hell knows? You know, I don't know. You don't know. I mean, we got to move on from that because everybody's been good, you know I mean? Everyone has been good. I mean, except Yossi Kikuchi. Someone's pointing out on Twitter that it's kind of weird. Barrios and Kikuchi haven't been good at the same time. One's good, one's off a bit, one's good. There's only so much Pete Walker juice to hand around every turn through the rotation apparently third of four against baltimore the bats came to play the 1-0 fastball hit in the air deep out to right center field hayes gets to the wall looks up and it is off the top of the fence down and in play guerrero's not breaking stride he's around third headed to the plate and scores one nothing blue jays 2-1 swing a long fly ball Deep left center field. Teoscar Hernandez destroys a two-run homer. 3-2. Swing a drive. Out to deep left field. He is locked in now. That ball is gone. Teoscar Hernandez, he back. That Chapman blast is Chapman deep as well. Hernandez put it into the flight deck. Good place for beer if you ever go to Rogers, huh? There'd be a... Couple more long uh, balls hit, right? It's, it's, it's so that made it flying five, out of the park. Five nothing through three. Baltimore would get one back. A homer from their first overall pick, Rutschman. Mm-hmm. Guerrero then in the fifth. Do we have this one? Because he had a, Vladdy had a bit of a night. Don't know if you're aware. Save it for later. That's fine. 
Uh, they led 6-3 after seven innings. Barrios was spectacular, except the two home runs he allowed, which accounted for all three runs. He only allowed three hits. Very good day of work for Barrios, who suddenly put three good starts in a row together. But then they go to the bullpen in the eighth. You think all we need is six outs from you turds, and they bring in Jimmy, don't call me Yimmy Garcia. No bueno. The 2-1. Swing and a line drive towards Gurriel in left field. That'll soar over his head. Short hop the wall. Mullins dashing towards the plate. He will score. It's an RBI double for Austin Hayes. And all of a sudden, it becomes a two-run game. Garcia deals the 1-0. And that's hit in the air out to left center field. Hit pretty well by Mountcastle. And that ball will clear the top of the wall and tie the game. Oh, boy. That's a way indeed. 6-3 lead evaporates in the eighth inning. Romano would come in and pitch a clean ninth. Jays can't walk it off in the bottom half of nine. So we go to the 10th inning. Now, you know how extras work. You start with a runner on second. They're going to speed these things up, right? Adam Simber locks it down in the 10th, setting up the Jays in the bottom half to win. Bichette starts at second. He was the last guy out the prior inning. Vladdy at the dish. Now, you need three outs, and there's a runner on second. You got an open base. You can put the force into play. You don't have to pitch to arguably the best hitter in the sport. Or you could pitch yeah. to him. They're not going to pitch to him. The 1-0. Swing and a line drive base hit into left field. The Blue Jays are going to win it. Bichette racing to the plate. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. delivers. Today in Vladimir Guerrero Jr. news. Yeah, he, he was very, very good. Do you want, you want the stat line on Vladdy? Uh, four hits, a couple of RBIs, the game winner, seven total bases, Couple nice scoop stretches and defensive gems at first base as well, and yes, that game when he hit his first walk off hit of his career. Didn't know that. Hmm. Feel like he owed them a few of those. Well, he's such a young boy. He's a small child that leads the so much of his life field. in front of in front of him. Yeah, it would in a, uh, it would have been Ale Alejandro if they would have walked Vladdy. So maybe you're and then uh, Oscar behind that. I mean, the thing is, Kirk doesn't run well. If you could get him to roll over, that's double playsville. This is almost as bad as Buck Showalter not using his closer in a lose-and-go-home wildcard game in the playoffs in 2017. Almost. You hate to see it. You just hate to see it from that team in orange. Trash birds lose. Jays move along. And Vladdy postgame said, yeah, I told Kirky to be ready. Well, here. Vladdy and a translator and a... Here we go. Vladdy, how surprised were you that they pitched to you instead of giving you first base? Then they douse him in water, right? Yeah. Say, this is my bat. I'm going to have a good bat. And I got a good result. Yeah, he then said post game after that when he was being showered with water and ice cubes, uh, yeah, when I, they decided to pitch me, I knew the game was over. Very multicultural show. This It's like a melting pot of sports. Spanish and Portuguese. So different. Incredible. Mm-hmm. And some poorly worded English, also a staple of the program. Well, that's the host. Don't, don't sleep on that. Yeah. All of us, really. Uh, wow, 15-5 and five in their last 20. The Jays must be climbing up those standings in the AL. Nope, still nine back of the Yanks. Get the out of here. A one-run win over the Rays yesterday. At least they're picking up space on somebody in the AL East. Four teams probably going to get to the playoffs in the AL East. It's early, but that would be crazy. 
Tonight, the finale. Tonight. Today, the finale of a four-game set. The matinee right here on your radio, 1 p.m., Kevin Gosman against his old team, Tyler Wells, for the Orange Birds. Hmm. Hmm. One o'clock? Hmm? Uh, yeah. 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 Hmm? Let's do it at one. Yeah, sure. We'll do a best of this broken, poorly worded English Good luck. Who puts, radio show. Puts that hmm? together. Good luck. Hmm? And then uh, right to Rogers Center for the matinee. Hmm? Beautiful. Also, big shout-outs to my boys, Barry Brust and John Bender, doing a CFL Blue Jays doubleheader in Toronto this weekend. That's going to be a rowdy There's time. a tag team matchup. You Holy don't want to face those cats. Lock up your daughters, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Also, great news off the field. Dan Schulman tweeting post-game, chatting with Buck Martinez, who's mm-hmm. going through treatment right now, says, uh, hopes to still return this season and doing well. Great to hear. Buck is synonymous with the Blue Jays, an icon, player, broadcaster, guy does does playoff games for TBS post in the states. Like he's bleeping legend. Get him back for the stretch drive. Let's go, my Buck. We love you. Be well, huh? Be well, Buck. Yes. Uh, Battle of Los Angeles in the majors as well. Not just a Rage Against the Machines uh, album, Dean. Did you know that? Also. Angels-Dodgers, they call that the Battle of Los Angeles as well. Second night in a row, a Dodgers pitcher spinning a gem. Is this Ty Anderson? Who's this guy? Lighten it up for these uh, for the Dodgers this year. A no-no through eight. Let's go to Chavez Ravine for the ninth inning. All right. The one-two to Mike Trout. He's two outs away. Tyler Anderson to Shohei Otani. Inning. He does it with a triple. Eight and a third no-hit innings for Tyler Anderson. It's always exciting when you carry a no-no into the ninth, but then it's like, oh, there are the two best players in baseball, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Struck out one, a triple yeah. for the other. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's uh, yeah, no. yeah. Shohei. Doing Shohei things. Showtime. That's right. right. Yeah. 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 Dodgers win 4 1. Uh, no, 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 if you're keeping track of that. No, 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 no. The no, no, no. No, no, no. Right. No. No, 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 no. No. Uh huh. No, no. No, no. No, no. It wasn't a no. No, 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 There was no, 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 Dean. No, no. No, no, no. No, no. There was not a no, no. No, 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 Steph Curry was 0 for 9. First time since 2018. He hasn't had a 3. 130 plus playoff games. He never had a game without a 3-pointer. Warriors still won that game. I was going to say, and the Celtics still couldn't win. That's right. Canadian Andrew Wiggins playing a massive role for the Dubs. Here's a little more. Steph putting a little sunshine on the Canadian. He's shining on the brightest of stages in the playoffs. And you can tell how much he's enjoying it. 
and it's just amazing to see things working out in his favor in terms of kind of dispelling all the, the narratives around him and who he is as a basketball player right, right in front of your eyes. Right in front of your eyes. Front of your eyes. Let's I want to be as chill as Steph Curry is. I just want his paychecks. When you hear him talk, when you just talk like this all the time, everything's, everything's kind of cool, like he's half in the bag or high all the time. I was going to say, it seems like he's burned one down. So is he, I'm getting you know, this is a young kid. Right, right in front of your eyes. Kind of a gorilla finger did you just smoke? He just got kind of a big game. <laughs> Go out there and all right, all right, all right. Hey, it's a big day in golf, Dean. Is it? It's the U.S. Open. Major. They're already on. got to be kidding me. Well, well. Uh, JT is just, he's like, what? That was today? No, I was supposed to be in Boston. Uh, Rory, JT are rolling. They were just in uh, Toronto for the RBC were, Canadian yeah. Open. Tiger says his body's not ready to go. He's not playing. And we'll see how the reception is for Phil Mickelson. Kind of a heel, then a fan favorite. Now a traitor. Dustin Johnson's chased the money with this Saudi series as well. And Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed are committed to go there eventually. They haven't yet. Hmm. See what those guys do with You, sir, are a D-bag. Yeah, they probably get a cool reception, Reed and DeChambeau, right? There's an evil tag team. Yeah, DeChambeau, those guys get a cool wherever they go. That's right. I'm taking Brusty and Bender over those two in the tag team title match. Can we get a table for two? Yeah, let me see if there's, I'll see if there's uh, anything available. There's a couple right here. No, you know what? We're just understaffed. And why don't you just keep going down? If you keep going south, someone will have room for you. Out of here. Yeah. Unlike us. Oh yeah. We're, we're, we're come on be- in, guys. We're beloved. Yeah. 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 Very popular. Uh, John Rom, your uh, defending champion. Shout out Marty Rose. It's quite a day. <laughs> it's a Friday type it's show. Quite isn't a it? day. Well, it is. Someone's yeah. going to get hammered. Winter. You know? And six Canadians in the field, Corey Connors, Nick Taylor, Mac Hughes, Adam Hadwin, Roger Sloan, and Ben Silverman. It's That's where we are in Canadian golf, when there's six Canadians in a major, and you're like, yeah, I mean, okay. Jared Dutrois, our boy, was an alternate, didn't get in. He was one stroke away in qualifying from getting into this thing. Man, that would have been good. And uh, we already have guys out on the course. Um, there's like a billion. This is a huge tournament. It's an open that's what they call it, the U.S. It's the US open. open, yeah. So that's that's the open part is that it's like, hey, you can qualify. Right. You can go drive down to Montana, Dean. You could have tried to qualify. It wouldn't have gone well. Uh, there's going to be some gross numbers here. Colin Morikawa at two under through six. That's a great start. And John Rom one under through six as well. There's a nice little pairing. Morikawa and Rom. Okay. Uh, soccer. Open wide for some soccer. Cavalry and Winnipeg to face Valor. They love playing in Winnipeg. I mean, bus legs are brutal. Travel's a nightmare. But the highest scoring game ever in the history of the Canadian Premier League? 8 nil Back in 2019, Cavalry laid the boots to Valor. They like going there, and they liked it again last night. Here's a strike from well out from Sergio Camargo. He has doubled the lead for Cavalry. It's 2-0 to the visitor. Escante with a free kick. Flicked on, and it's Peppel right at the doorstep. And it's across the end line and into the back of the net once again. And Cavalry have added a fourth. Four goals. Urban Peppel, Peppel again. Patty's possessed. Four shots. Bender here. One off a defender in, the other one in. Holy. 
And what did we ask Tommy? One little favor for us when he was on yesterday morning. Just come home to Calgary. Top, Top of the, the table, table, Tommy. That's right. That's what happens. You go to Edmonton or Winnipeg, you come back, life's great. That's right. You see Edmonton in the rearview mirror. That's right. You bust to that airport in Fargo and fly back to Calgary. Oh boy, Tommy. Top of the table. There he must are. feel good too, right? That's his usual. A pair of shoes. Yeah. yeah. That's where he belongs. It's the comfortable spot. It's, you know what? It just didn't look right with him down the table, the bottom, like rough start. Cozy top recliner. of the table. That's where he is. Yeah. That's top of the table hair. There he is. Calvary. Uh, they've got a restful weekend. Nothing going on. They'll be back next Saturday hosting FC Edmonton. You know things about the... Who they've... Uh, yeah. They don't lose. No. Ever. That's at Echo Field. See you there. Uh, finally, the Oktoks Dogs. Uh, dropped the third game of the season and second in a row in Regina last night. 5-4 heartbreaker and extras. Swift Current tonight. Lethbridge tomorrow. And then... Why don't you come back for Father's Day weekend at Seaman Stadium, huh? The legendary Sunday Father's Day game, 205 on Sunday. There's Saturday 705 as well. Yeah. Great gift for dad. Maybe you sure could is. take your children. My dad's dead, Ryan. And the Bulldogs go to the Memorial Cup. They beat Windsor. That's your pin report. I'm sorry for your loss. Brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. Hour 2. It's Father's Day. Sam Cosentino. Coming up. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. (laughs) 